0: Self-serving, persuasive talkers. Of
1: everything and nothing.
0: We, we are, are a Conversation Con artists. artists. What's going on? It's your boy, Mr. On Point.
1: And I am Calamity Red.
0: And you are back with Conversation Con Artists.
1: Bitch better have my money. <laughs>
0: Y'all should know me well
1: enough. Do I owe you something? <laughs> that, that was. Is that for, at me? It's not at you. Oh, okay, It's not okay. at you. I don't think you owe me money. Do the, you owe me money? I don't think you owe I me money. I don't think so. No. I owe you money. That's, like four bucks. There's a Rihanna tribute there. Huh? It's a Rihanna tribute because we're going to get into her later on. Okay show, okay so. I got you. I could was... you know work 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 work. He said me have to work. I finally know what the fuck she's saying because I looked it up on Rap Genius.
0: What's she talking about?
1: I mean it's the, work is patois for sex so work that's what that is and she so it's work 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 He say me he said me have to. happy. work 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 work. Um he see me do me dirt like I. Is halfy boss. Halfy is just have to. Have to. I don't know. I he was I was thinking about Hefe from in Espanol is boss.
0: I was like, is that supposed to be boss? No, because it worked. But I mean, it would make sense,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's have to. But oh. I I it makes more sense now that I know what the fuck she's saying because uh-huh. I don't speak Patois. So at first it was just like gibberish to me. But now I gotcha. that I know what she's saying, it's like, oh okay. I
0: got gotcha. you.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Okay.
0: I want to tell y'all about our website. <laughs> <laughs> the website is www.conversationconartist.com. You can go there to listen to all our podcasts, current and past episodes. You can check out all the articles, links to them, of the stories that we talk about today. As well as on the left, you'll see a little envelope. You can go and give us some feedback. You can leave us a message you can subscribe to our newsletter you can do all of that from the website so you can find me at twitter at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point
1: and i can be found at red underscore calamity and we also still have the listener later part if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the air you can send it to the website or you can send it directly to our gmail account which is conversation current artists with an s at gmail.com, and we have two more letters for you guys um, today. Both of them, like, every, always, it usually it's something about relationships. Um, That's what people need help it, with. It is. That's what I, we struggle with. I mean, but I'm struggling with that shit myself, so. We
0: all struggle with this
1: shit. <laughs> We're gonna call this first one High Hopes. Miss High Hopes. <laughs> okay. She's got house. <laughs> uh My friends think my list is ridiculous. I want a guy that's 6'2 and up, about 200 to 220 pounds, athletic build, has a masters, makes six figures, no kids, no debt, and isn't a cheater. I myself bring a lot to the table, so I feel like I shouldn't have to lower my standards. Should I? Girl. <laughs> like, wow. I wonder how old she is. I don't know. That's that makes a difference. <laughs> Girl, six figures. Like, okay. Let me just say this. You you can have whatever standards you want. It, it, regardless of how ridiculous anybody else may feel that they are. Have whatever standards you want. But realize that the more ridiculous and outlandish your standards are, the more likely it is that your ass is gonna be alone. So have whatever standards that you want you know what I'm saying but just realize the longer your list is the more ways to like for people to get checked off the list you know what I'm saying so like if you got this long ass list or a list like this where it's like how many people like you cut your number down substantially just with the six figure income alone I mean the height thing okay the masters I suppose no kids depending on how old you are you might be again you got high hopes Mm -hmm. (laughs) um no debt like girl (laughs) like okay
0: but like what if he don't have a master's degree but still achieve six figures you know like what if (laughs) like what what's the relevance of the master's degree like what if he's fresh out of high school but not not fresh out of high school but he got out of high school started a business and he makes six figures and he's successful in that way like for
1: somebody like this i i the master's degree probably is like a uh
0: Indicator of intelligence.
1: Well, not even that. It's about appearances, right? Like mm-hmm. I want to introduce my masters having six figure ha- Yeah, you know I mean? like so. I think that's because many, a lot of people who have six figures and above, a lot well, of them didn't even go to college. Like some people don't need that and mm-hmm. are able to to be extremely successful. So the fact that you feel the need to even lay like not just a degree must be a masters or better so i feel like that's more about appearances but like girl i mean that's that your list is your list i
0: think my problem with this list (laughs) is that the standards are only focused on what you can see because what if he has all of those things but he's an abuser
1: or an asshole
0: yeah or just rude or don't want kids or like I feel the most important place to start with a person is internally what the things that you can't see what they can provide for you in terms of what you need to complement your life the things you can't see I don't think that you need to use what you can see as that guideline you know because what you see will fail you in more ways than one if that's the only thing that you use Basically, you know, and you need to know what you desire out of a person out of a relationship a person being 6'2", Having a master's, <laughs> having six figures, having all of those things is not going to guarantee you that they can meet your emotional and mental needs. No. Even if they do meet those aesthetic desires that you have.
1: And to say that you bring a lot to the table, my issue with that is it depends on whose table you bringing it to, right? For somebody who could give a shit about the fa- like, let's just say you're your characteristics closely match what you're seeking. So let's say you have a master's degree and you make six, fi- six figures. It, w- if somebody like wants like a homemaker and you're not willing to do that or if somebody wants somebody that can cook and you can't boil water, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what I bring a lot to the table. It's gonna depend on whose table it is and, and whether or not the things that you're talking about matter. Like I hate when people say say that because you don't know
0: <laughs> and like, i just wonder what they believe they bring into the table
1: because she ain't said shit about herself yeah <laughs> she,
0: we don't know what she have she might just be able to dress real nice and move for, i don't know but she there is. are a lot of people that just have these desires of what they want brought to the table but what they bring into the table ain't what everybody else think it is and not what they you know it's more than less than what they believe it
1: is she sounds very young, cause I feel like the older you get, the more you realize that a lot of that shit on her list don't matter, and you do start to realize that it's these other things that you can't see that are more important. When you're younger, that kind of shit matters. Like those are the things that uh, those appearances that matters more. I feel like so I'm willing to bet that she's pretty young. Probably. Like, cause that list is just. But to answer your question, girl, you 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 know you. Everybody's entitled to have whatever standards that they want to have, but in doing that, you have to be aware that the more outlandish, you know, you're, you, it's gonna be very difficult for you to find that dude that you described. Like very difficult. And yeah. she, I don't know where she, I can't remember where she lives. Washington D.C. D.C.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think you gotta. To answer the question yeah you can have whatever kind of list you want but you also have to know that the older you get well it's already a list that's very narrow and stringent and so you're not going to find everybody you want in that and then you're going to find some people that you love their personality and all of the things but when they don't meet those specifications that you've required then you're in a dilemma because now you got to turn down somebody because of that or you got to accept something you don't like like i have a range of things I would desire in a person. And everybody that, does. That over like. time yeah. continues to change and, and advance and, and I'm getting to the age where I recognize that it's some things I just can't have easily, you know? So I don't know. I don't like those stringent I don't I just never like those kind of stringent requirement lists type it's things. It's
1: unrealistic. <laughs> I mean it's just very unrealistic, so you're going to have a very tough time finding that dude at the end of the day. Um, the next letter, let's see, we're going to call him <laughs> um, Mr. Curve, mm-hmm. Curveball. <laughs> so Mr. Curveball writes, I work for FedEx and there's this girl that works the front desk for one of my business accounts. They ship a lot of packages so I see her almost every day and we chit chat all the time. She's real cute, a little feisty. I'm definitely about it, but I can't get a read on her. I asked for her phone number and she gave it to me. I text her every day, but especially on weekends because those are the days I don't see her, but her replies are always on a damn delay. But then every so often she'll send me a funny meme and we'll talk for a bit and then silence. So a couple of days ago, I made a not too sly reference to me wifing her up one day and she hit me with the stink face emoji. my boys are telling me shoot my shot should I no shoot my shot what that mean go for it like I guess be direct and just say hey I'm interested in dating you what don't kind do of friends that. you got don't do that don't do that sir Um, she's curving the shit out of you which is why I decided to call you Mr. Curveball she is cur is the- that because of the stink face emoji It's because of that. It's because. uh, I say that because of the stink face emotion. When you said that you wanted. Because you show interest in her. She was like uh uh. Also because of the fact that you're an afterthought like her if for somebody that you like when they send you a text message and you see it you are like oh, okay let me respond back but for somebody that you just curving the shit out of it's like okay whatever and then oh shit i never responded let me say something that's probably where that delay comes in at mm-hmm. and the every now and then sending you a meme you do that with your friends like i there's nothing about this letter that that would make me think that this woman is romantically interested in you now you can shoot the shot I mean, go ahead. I feel like it's going to be a brick-ass ball, but you can't. I mean, I I just, from a female perspective, she curving the shit out of you. It's terrible.
0: I think we need more context for the situation. <laughs> like, have you given any other subtle hints of possibly wanting
1: to date her? I mean, I feel like... Outside of... Asking for mm-hmm. her numbers, that's a big thing. Like, I mean, at, when you're an adult, most people of the opposite sex are not gonna ask for your phone number because they want to be your friend despite what niggas say <laughs> that is not what that is like most of the time if a man who has been coming in kind of flirting asks you for your phone number it's because he's interested in you it's not because he thinks that you're nice and you'll make a great pal so, so if
0: that's the case we're talking about a woman who either doesn't understand that or may potentially have seen that
1: from the beginning because she gave him a number are you corresponded. She has to see him every day like, Is it even professional for him to, to Ask of a client? It's not But it happens all the time um, That doesn't surprise me But I, I even in her Giving him the, her number I, I wouldn't I don't take that as her being interested Because again I think we've had a show before Where we talked about men are crazy The man who killed the girl Because she wasn't in, you know now, not to that extreme, you know, most men don't shoot women who are not interested in them, but they will hit you with like attitude and and for somebody that he said he sees her regularly, like the only time he doesn't see her is on the weekends because that's when he doesn't work, he sees her every day of the week, you don't want that shit to get awkward, you know, so it, it to me. She probably thought it was easier to just give him her phone number and, like, pacify him a little bit instead of, like, shooting him down then having to see his face, like, day in and day out when he bring her FedEx shit. So, I think you got curved, my friend. You can take it. I mean, I wouldn't suggest it. If I was your friend, I'd be like, dude, she's she's just not that, that She's not that into you. Um, But, you know, your boy's... I think men and women look at situations differently. Because as soon as I read this, I was like, oh, shit, she's not interested in him. <laughs> like, that was my first thought as soon as I read it. So, that's my female See, I be trying
0: to think of it like other dudes. Because me, personally... I need correspondence Like for real Real conversation yeah. Back and forth
1: But see she hardly Like he It seems like he texts her more Than she texts him And even when he, She responds There's a delay Like again Like it's an afterthought Somebody that you like, you gonna, As soon as they send you The message It's like oh shit Let me You know When you're interested If you're not And there's like This long ass delay I mean Well I mean, you know
0: See the thing with me is
1: I get that
0: but i don't know why those dudes don't get the picture i get the picture yeah either either she's not interested or she's just too shy and coy to show me that she is interested Mm -hmm. and either way i i I just assume that (laughs) she chatting with somebody else and giving them real correspondence <laughs> or she just not interested in me i yeah. get that real quick yeah maybe quicker than i should sometimes
1: probably you know yeah but i that's
0: what i do you yeah. know and to me I know it's very egocentric but to me it don't bother me because in my world I'm the prize (laughs) you know what I'm saying you win if you get with me (laughs) you know so it's like treasure don't come to you and be like hey open me up (laughs) so that's how so like if you don't want to talk to me that's fine with me you know what I'm saying type situation Mm -hmm. so to me that's why I don't get when dudes be like well she don't really text me back I text her most of the time be like well I don't know what that means, but I would have been moved on I don't know what that means, but I would have stopped Texting her long ago.
1: I, I and I think both him and the previous person just has they have high hopes. I think he probably just really likes her, and he just wants that little bit of hope that maybe he still has a chance. He don't want to let go of that. Like I get it, but you gonna make shit real awkward if you take that shot because you got to see her every day. You already said you see her every work day, <laughs> so shit gonna be real awkward. If you you make a a very specific, a very direct move on her, and she has to, like, tell you directly that she's not interested, that's going to make things very awkward. I'm looking at it differently.
0: Because i would rather find out true but that's because i know i can handle rejection like an yeah. adult i don't know how he handles rejection if you handle rejection like a kid and you're <laughs> gonna be salty and making little sneak disses every time you're around her then no you just need to be her friend forever you know if you can handle the potential rejection like an adult then yes yeah you should find out and if it turns out she rejects you then go on about your days continue to be professional you know if she don't reject you then maybe the stink face just meant something else maybe you real creepy, but you're not telling us <laughs> that on the letter. <laughs>
1: It might be <laughs> I don't know. Coming in, flirting every day. You know I, mean? I don't know. No don't offense know. to you, if That's you hilarious.
0: creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some creeps out there.
1: There are tons, yeah. tons. But yeah, so I don't know if that either of those answers helped either of you. But there it is. It's um, just so
0: many variables. There we is. don't have enough information on any of these situations. <laughs>
1: If you, again, have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, send it to the email or send it to the website and we will answer them on the air. And we're going to get into some unnatural selection. And keeping with the theme of, you know, unrequited love and rejection and not taking rejection well, I want to talk about Rihanna, Travis Scott, and Drake. So I don't think you know anything about this. Nothing. Okay. (laughs) So, you do know that Rihanna and Drake have that song, Work, and they performed it together at the the Brit Brit Awards or somewhere, and they've been kind of seen around, hanging on each other a little bit since they made the video. Mm -hmm. Now, Rihanna was previously attached to or linked with Travis Scott, Mm -hmm. and he was like gushing about her in some interview he did, and he was just all in love and so happy. And now that Rihanna's running around with Drake, Travis is a little salty. And, of course, he took to Twitter because that's what we do now. <laughs> and just made, referring to the sixth guy, which is what Drake is referred to. So everybody knew that that's who he was talking about. And just basically taking a little pot shot, at Drake. And I just want to say, Travis... Let it go. <laughs> like, now, who is Travis Scott? Is that a rapper? Yes. Uh, is don't he in make, a group. I don't. I think it's just him. Mm-hmm. Don't make me lie to you. I don't listen to this young people. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make me lie to you.
0: I want to see what he looked like. I'm from the him.
1: Okay, because I can't. I can't. I don't know. I can't think of any song he's doing. <laughs> like. I can't think of anything that he's done. Not one of my favorite people.
0: Still don't know who he is. I just searched him.
1: <laughs> you see him? I you, see him. You <laughs> still don't know who he is.
0: He looked like a dude that's just always salty about something.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. And this is this is what gets me. In any like love triangle type situation, women are usually worse about doing this shit. If you're with somebody and they start talking to somebody else, why are you gonna go with that other person my thing has always been because i've been cheated though my thing is i'm not gonna go at this other person because that other person owes me shit. you know what i'm saying they don't have no loyalty to me i'm not in a relationship with them i'm in a relationship with your ass so you're the one that shouldn't have been at. i'm not gonna go run and get into a fight with some chick over you I'm going to fight you if anything I'm going to punch you in the face if anybody's going to get a lick it's not going to be this chick who doesn't who may or may not have even known about me now with this situation I mean Drake I don't give a fuck obviously about Travis but I mean I've never understood that inclination to want to go running and and attack the other person for why get get at the person who you supposed to be with that's the person who who's causing this issue for you and causing this pain and And embarrassment or whatever Feelings you are feeling at the time That's got you on Twitter in your feelings That's Rihanna (laughs) It's not Drake Like I don't understand people that do that shit It's stupid
0: I don't know I think people Who get into that thing are very possessive And jealous people Because it's not about It's about this mine (laughs) Just like a kid If you take a toy from that's mine (laughs) <laughs> that's when you attack the other person. <laughs> when you feel like they took something that belongs to you.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I true. think that
0: when you're possessive, that's how you, that's why you attack the other person. And we live in a very possessive society. We, we live do. in a society where we call another person mine. They might he mine, she mine. You know, and so I think that's what causes a person to attack the other person. Yeah. Rationally, you shouldn't. Because they don't have no loyalty to you, and at the end of the day, they can laugh in your face and say, "Yep, I did it." But and now what? Where we at now? Like, <laughs> yeah, you back. Even if you win, you back with a person that will potentially do that. And they're
1: gonna do it. like It's <laughs> the thing. Like yeah. you gonna be fighting bitches forever. Like <laughs> is that the life you want <laughs> to be boxing folks out? Like it's mm-hmm. stupid. Jerk a. Rihanna's not finna, like, be with anybody. Like, I think we have seen that ever since Chris Brown. Everybody that she been with has kind of been, like, here and there. And she not really committing to nobody. So, like, I feel like... Like, I, I feel like Drake should know... Like, if you fucking with her, that's what this is. <laughs> it is what it is at this moment. It's not gonna last. It doesn't. It never does for anybody. Like, this ain't the first time. We'll see, this won't
0: be the last time. Travis Scott... Amongst a whole group of his peers, rappers, they can't let it look like Drake done took they damn girl. <laughs> now he bringing more attention to it by throwing it up on Twitter.
1: But yeah. it's if nobody would have even fuck. I mean, I saw them like kind of canoodling a little bit, but it's Brianna. So who thinks anything about that? Like you brought attention to this situation,
0: sir. She got some kind of magic, like Erica Badu, I guess. Just not like Erica Badu Eric Badu making brothers be woke Out here But see Rihanna she just you know they got crushes They ain't she ain't changing their life Like Eric no. Badu but I think she might got a little Bit
1: of that cause these dudes Do get enamored by her real easy And get in their feelings real yeah. quick about it Like they don't want it to end So Travis let it go bro. Like it's okay She I mean, might come back around yeah, you know. But
0: be a beef with Drake would really only make his career better Because I don't know who he is It did not make Meek Mills See everybody better. already knew who Meek, Meek Mills was <laughs> See this is going to be exposure success
1: I think people don't I think you and I don't really we don't know who, know who Travis with Travis Scott, is. Scott But I think people do like, Am
0: I getting that disconnected from I, rap
1: That I, is people that I just don't know That I, everybody else knows. Yeah, now Yeah I think so <laughs> people know <sighs> Travis Scott I think we just don't really fucking know who he is But yeah, um, unrequited love is always difficult. <laughs> but we calling it love, man. Well, yeah, this dude might love. just
0: irrationally like Rihanna more than he should at this point.
1: Probably. You know. It, I say tongue in cheek, unrequited love. When she start, obviously. When she start speaking that island speak, <laughs> you probably get all Ooh. that patois. Yeah. yeah don't know what the fuck she said? It just sound good. I don't that know milk. if saying
0: island speak is offensive or not.
1: Well, it's patois. This patois—that's
0: the name of the language. Mm -hmm. Okay. Patois.
1: Yep. Okay. (laughs) Not Allen speak patois. (laughs) Not not Allen speak. Um, I'm gonna briefly talk about Stacey Dash. (laughs) I feel like some of my intelligence wanes whenever I fucking talk about her. It hurts my spirit, kind of how talking about the Kardashians does. But so Chris Rock hosted the Oscars. And people have a problem with that. I didn't want to get into that because I didn't watch the Oscars. And I just, I didn't, I don't care enough to like go back and look at him. I didn't want to have to, you know what I'm saying? Like in order to talk about it, I would have had to go watch at least his monologue. And I just don't give a shit. I just couldn't care enough to do it. But I did see the part where he made this joke about Stacey Dash being like their new, he introduces her as like the new Chief of Diversity or some bullshit uh-huh. like that, and she allows this like and and they pan to the audience that like everybody's face is like they just smelt something really nasty, like there's a picture floating around of um. John Legend's wife, Christy, uh, Christy, Kristen, Christy Tegan, Tegan
0: yeah, Christy. Christy.
1: Her Tegan. face looked like she's sucking a lemon, like <laughs> her face always looked like that. She no, was a mean uh, with her face this. like that before <laughs> that, <laughs> not quite like this, though. Like, people were just, it was just not in good taste to me because Stacey Dash is an idiot. And one,
0: why would Stacey Dash say yes to doing that?
1: Cause she's stupid.
0: I guess she You know how they say Any press is good press I guess Maybe that's what she believed But I don't know why she would say yes To openly being a mockery Of a segment that Chris Rock was was, doing Yes Why would she do that Number two Why would Chris Rock Ask her to do that Why would he ask her to do that
1: Because he thought it was gonna get a laugh But it just came off as awkward as fuck Like I don't think anybody really thought it was funny It was just kinda like Crickets Like Okay (laughs) Like I don't understand what just happened Well I I don't
0: know cause In order to laugh You have to assume some stuff You have to assume that Maybe Stacey Dash been playing around The whole time about all this stuff She been talking about I don't believe that Or she's just willing to sell herself to the highest bidder at the time
1: That I can believe You know what I'm
0: saying (laughs) Like if she truly genuinely believed the stuff she said on Fox News, why would her? Why would that garner a laugh?
1: Yeah, I don't know. And me. it absolutely didn't garner a laugh. Like people were just kind of like, "What the fuck?" Like, it was the, probably the most awkward moment of the Oscars. So, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'm tired of her. I'm t- there's a her raving. There's a couple of people that I just want to go away. Um, oh. Well, this because Stacey Dash makes me think of Donald Trump. Did you hear about him and Rubio like going back and forth about like the size of Donald Trump's penis? Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. Rubio made some kind of a comment hinting at Donald Trump having really tiny hands or some shit. And instead of ignoring it, they're like two high school boys. Like there's a clip of him addressing it basically saying like you know my hands everything on me is large like it's like I feel like they're trolling the uh, I think America's being trolled. I just feel like this can't be real life. These are not grown men running for like the chief position of country. Like I just don't believe it. We they have to be trolling us. They have to be. Check that 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 clip out when, okay. when you get a chance. It's fuck. It's it was the only reason that I was like this has to be real because it was on CNN because otherwise I would have thought it was satire because what the <laughs> fuck like who does that? I don't know, but Stacey Dash just made me think of Donald Trump and that whole thing. Got oh check that goodness. video. Out. This is
0: fucking stupid. I'm gonna talk about Donald Trump in a little bit. Oh ah,
1: shit. Um, Here you go ahead.
0: Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make my mouth taste funny
1: <laughs> saying his name <laughs> the last thing I have is, is poor Cat Williams Cat Williams just drugs, uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug I think um, Rick James said it best because mm-hmm. Cat Williams is obviously on some shit he, this week alone <laughs> like, he took pot shots at Kevin Hart for no fucking reason really at all and Kevin Hart responded with grace and dignity uh, he didn't even like get into like a joke because I think that's what Kevin uh, that's what Cat Williams wanted was to like get into this back and forth and Kevin Hart didn't give him that. Uh, he basically said you know us comedians need to stick. he like posted a picture of himself with some other comedians and was, you know like we need to stick together and um, you know uh, give each other props and basically that's how he responded to it. He didn't really give it much. Um, Cat Williams had two incidents in Georgia this week where one of them he like pulled the gun on like five women and they're pressing charges on him for that and then he punched a cashier in the face at like this pool accessories business i don't he said that the cashier called him a nigga, which i don't know that i believe that can. especially given the the, the erratic shit you've been doing here lately like i don't know that i believe that that cashier did that but he's saying that that was the reason why he punched the cashier in the face at the pool cleaning place. He just had a shit-ass
0: week. <laughs> Look, let me let me start by saying, whether you like him or not, Cat Williams... I said that wrong. Whether you like him or not, Kevin Hart is doing his thing.
1: He is, absolutely. 100%. Kevin Hart
0: is making all the moves right now in the comedy world. And...
1: He does fucking... He does stand up in theaters and it fucking sells out. Like who? That's never been done before. Who does that? Well, Kings of Comedy wasn't that in the theaters? Did that go? We're talking the theaters?
0: about the. Uh,
1: All hit the uh, laugh at my pain. Which which stadium?
0: Madison Square Garden. It's only been a few celebrities that sold it out. Yeah. Kevin Hart, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, maybe one more. Yeah. Comedian, comedian. A lot of other people. A lot of other artists and stuff sell those out not many comedians sell those out he done it twice yeah. so i mean kevin hart's doing his thing whether you like him or not and i think kevin hart opposed to some of these other people recognizes that the way he responds to these things is going to determine whether he can continue mm-hmm. this streak of success or not because if he starts getting wound up by all of these yeah all of these different drama it's gonna become a problem because Mike Elps done talked about him, Ari Spears done talked about yeah. him, Cat Williams is talking about him, and he sat on the breakfast club and talked about it. And I like hearing Kevin Hart talk outside of comedy. Yeah. I like hearing him he talk about business and addressing yeah. that stuff. He got a lot of sense, a lot of knowledge. Yes, he does. And, and it comes from a lot of experience and it comes from a lot of failures. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that. And we've seen that. We've seen Soul Plain. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> we God. saw where Kevin Hart done came from. Woo, soul you soul know. <laughs> Even going back to some of that older stuff, yeah. you know so I these are comedians. <laughs> these are comedians. I know they people just like the uh the You did you ever watch Black Dynamite? Yes. The episode with Richard Pryor in it. Where well, Richard Pryor, he just wanted to be taken seriously. Yeah. But nobody would take him seriously because he was Richard Pryor. Yeah. He would say something serious and everybody would just start laughing. <laughs> and he would just be like, Look, why y'all laughing? I'm, I'm just being serious. I'm being serious. Like, we never expect to see the human side of comedians. Yeah. The thing is, when we do see the human side, it's these extremes. He's <laughs> talking shit about other comedians face. You
1: know, punching people in the face <laughs> people in the
0: fa- like, I understand y'all are people y'all are humans y'all going to do the same things that other people do but you gotta recognize how you put yourself out there for us you the, the funny guy you know what I'm saying and it just don't feel right to me for those guys to be going against each other you know and what I'm saying and that was
1: Kevin Hart's point is that it's hard enough for them anyway and for them to I mean they should be sticking together not going against each other and I agree <laughs> I understand and, and he shit
0: do you like? And I take it that all of these comedians have met. I don't believe Kevin Hart done got where he at without meeting all them other people. The variable is his success. So now we talking about Kevin Hart. You can't find no video of Kevin Hart like around Soul Plane time where people talking about (laughs) Kevin Hart around when he was struggling but now that he's successful I mean true enough I don't know if Kevin Hart done shit on anybody from being at this successful point but ain't nobody said that if he cheated on Cat Williams at some point, he would be saying, you know, this is what happened. He invited me to be here. I went here. This is what happened. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Then he would be telling the story. Ari yeah. Spitz would be telling the story. All of that stuff seemed to be he could give us more chances. It's just he pettiness. could give
1: us more opportunities. <laughs> he can call us and give us jobs. Like I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's pettiness. Um, but Cat Williams is very obviously on something at the moment because he also like made a comment. I kind of. I did laugh at this, um, and uh, he came at Chris Rock recently as well and called him a stepping fish nigga. A what? Stepping and fetching nigga. Stepping and fetching nigga. Cat <laughs> oh. yeah, William He just. He obviously is going through something. And I felt that way about him for a while. Because every time you hear about him now, it's not because of his comedy. It's because of this shit he getting into. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just has been on a downward spiral for a while. And it makes me sad. Because i like, you know, his stand-up was hilarious. And he is one of my favorite characters in Boondocks. His pimp named Slickback. Um, so, I don't know. It makes me sad. But he obviously going through something. Because he He punched a person
0: in target like a couple of years ago like this been ongoing yeah and maybe he can't deal with being a celebrity or i don't know but it was another video i saw a video that he posted he had on like a fur fur coat (laughs) it was like a a lamborghini or ferrari behind him and he was talking junk about kevin hart saying i'm coming to your city and you can come to the show we it don't matter what it is i'm putting a million up you put a million up, we can do five different things. There. We can have a boxing match, we can have a basketball game, we can have a comedy, we can do it, we can put five million on the line for all of this stuff. And I'm like <laughs> Really? How do you quantify some of these things? Like, why why is I don't know why you doing this. It's,
1: he's got it's something wrong with him. But
0: Kevin I mean, Cat Williams is probably still number two behind Kevin Hart on the comedy successful scale. Right like now, currently, yeah, yeah, like in terms of black comedians, he's yeah. probably number two. He's selling out shows too, like not big as Madison Square Garden because yeah. he's not doing those kind of shows. But he's selling out audiences.
1: He's filling seats. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's not as personable. I feel like as Kevin Hart. Like Kevin Hart is that dude. like I feel like Cat Williams would will get on my nerves. I feel like I can hang out with Kevin Hart. Like he's goofy, but it's that kind. Of, I can deal with it. Like I feel like. We can hang out mm-hmm. Cat williams on the other hand i feel like it'd be funny at first and then you just be like shut up like <laughs> shit! stop talking stop talking stop doing that voice that's my boy i know it is just stop talking like i don't think he's as personable i think that's part of the reason why kevin hart was able to like sell out madison square garden like he did a tour like out of the country and sold out all of those shows in london and amsterdam like people all over the world love kevin hart and were going to his shows and thought it was hilarious like i watched the um well i i have laugh at my pain on dvd and they have like a video from like him going to the different places and he sold out all of those shows outside of the country like in places where like people don't even speak english for real like that says a lot about him. So I don't know. I, I feel bad for Cat Williams. I, again, obviously he's going through something, so he get his shit together. Since
0: we're talking about comedians, I just saw a trailer the other day for a movie that Mike Epps is in. It's called The Blacks. Now, first thing I'm gonna tell you about this trailer is that almost every comedian and black person that I don't see playing <laughs> something is was in that trailer. All right. I mean I saw, I saw Lil Duvall oh, I saw what's the dude named Lavelle Crawford Wow, big dude I saw <laughs> yeah. Lavelle Crawford clearly Mike Epps it's just a whole bunch of comedians in there and the premise of the movie is they moved into the neighborhood a white neighborhood because they won some kind of lottery during the same time that everybody get to purge in that community and I think all the white people came to try to kill the black people. <laughs> and I think they name in the in the movie show is the Blacks. I think their last name is Black. So I think it's about the family the Blacks. I don't know. you got to you got to watch it. I was like, I don't I wouldn't watch it. No. I won't watch it.
1: I didn't even watch the actual Purge movie cuz it just anarchy doesn't really do it for me. So I never even watched The Purge. I know what it's about, but I never watched it. I that is it just sounds like a bunch of like black movies wrapped into one and then they threw Purge on top of it. Cause like the whole winning the lottery reminds me what was that movie with Bow Wow in it? Was it called the Lottery or something yeah. where well, won the lottery and the ticket and all of that shit? Like I just feel like it's a bunch of black movies All about the Benjamins. I mean it's like he was in that <laughs>
0: You know, they won the lottery in Friday series. Like, it's like black success. It's crazy. Black success in all of these stories <laughs> always gotta be the lottery. <laughs> it's not I became successful with this bit. I don't know. I don't whatever. Know.
1: I don't know, but that's all I have for natural selection for this week.
0: Okay. I got some stuff in deliberate nonsense. The first thing I wanna talk about is Nina Simone. The biopic, biopic. I don't know how to say that. What the? How what? What's the word? I think it's biopic. Biopic, because it should biography. Biopic. It should be biopic. I've heard people say biopic. I think biopic. Say biopic, but I think it's biopic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Nina Simone biopic where you know they're paying tribute to Nina Simone life. Zoe Saldana is has been chosen to play the lead role what the fuck i just <laughs> now let me tell y'all I'm something gonna, about yeah, nina simone. let me get you <laughs> nina simone is a woman who told the world her story about being a dark-skinned black woman how she was treated and she emphasized how to appreciate that about yourself and to love that about yourself and so if you notice the color of zoe saldana she is not a dark-skinned black woman She is actually a Latino woman, and they chose a light-skinned Latino woman, and they gave her a fake nose and painted her skin dark, and she's playing Nina Simone.
1: Let me just pause right there about this paint-her-skin she looks fucking dirty. Like, it doesn't even, it was the worst fucking job I've, i I could have done better than that. It looked like they took her outside, rolled her around in some mud, and then started filming. It does not even look professionally done. It looks fucking stupid. She looks nothing like Nina Simone. I just, when they first, because this has been an ongoing thing, because when it first was announced, people were pissed, and they were like, this isn't right. Uh, Nina Simone's family ain't here for it hasn't been here for it not gonna be here for it and I thought I really thought they had pulled the plug on this because I hadn't heard anything this has been like this they started this shit like last year the year before like this has been a long time coming. And I hadn't heard anything about it for a while, so I thought they had just, like, axed it, thankfully. And then it came back up again this week, and I was like, well, shit. Like, I guess they're going to go ahead and go through with it. If y'all Google this shit and y'all see Zoe Saldana in this makeup, you're not even going to know that she's supposed to be Nina Simone. Like, I don't know who she looks like.
0: But you also won't believe that it's a dark-painted Zoe Saldana because no. they alter her lips. They alter her nose. It don't even look like a painted Zoya set. Now, they just created it, it don't even look like Nina Simone. I, so, I don't know what they were even trying to make her look like. Made
1: her look older. Like, she reminds me more of Cicely Tyson than she does Nina Simone. Like, the way they. It just looks stupid. And for somebody who is this pro black and so proud, and as a dark skinned girl who loves Nina Simone. And as a dark-skinned girl who's been told before that I was pretty for being dark-skinned, I'm highly fucking offended at Hollywood. I'm not surprised because they had fucking, they got white people playing Moses and shit. So, not surprised, but why would you not get somebody that is already dark-skinned and actually black to play? I just don't understand. Like, it's not that difficult of a thing. It's always held down as the very last person.
0: I just don't know what Hollywood make those decisions based off of. I don't know
1: either. I'm
0: thinking that they wanted a celebrity with some press behind her. You got of all the black people we could choose, hey, we don't want to choose the girl from Orange is the New Black. We don't want to choose these like
1: Lupita Nyong'o. Well, we I don't want gave to choose I mean, we don't
0: want to choose Lupita. She
1: don't really look like her well, but I'm, I would have given her at least she's the prank
0: but as far as, as far as black actresses go, Zoe Saldana is probably high on the marketability because we're talking about Garden of the Galaxy. We're talking about Avatar. We're talking about movies where she just liked to be painted, <laughs> painted different colors, I guess, huh? Because she was green and blue <laughs> in the movies that you're about. <laughs> and now she's dark-skinned. Now she's dark-skinned. But I don't know how Hollywood make those decisions, but I still do think that it's a symptom of the problems in Hollywood. I don't know if they were saying we need to get a fair-skinned person, even though we gonna paint them black, or if they were just it of a dark-skinned person, because they name might not have been more marketable for the role. And
1: I, part of me feels like it was so they can control the amount of dark, cause even with the paint on, she's not the color of Nina Simone. It First of all, and this is not, I'm not just saying this cause, cause I'm black, but you know, our, it's very hard to like adequately fake our skin tone like melanin
0: look
1: it's hard to fucking fake that like it is you it looks fake anytime you see people dressed up in black face or it looks exactly like what it is it never looks natural because it's very difficult to fake it it to me it would have just made more sense for them to get somebody that was already that color so i feel like maybe they wanted to like make it more marketable make a, a more palatable Nina Simone maybe I don't know but Zoe Zelda looks ridiculous and she began a whole lot of backlash behind this and Nina Simone family's pissed as they should be as they totally should be I mean be.
0: either way at the end of the day is weird because Hollywood would rather put money and time into painting and makeup than to just get someone that is naturally that color. So to me, they were willing to pay for somebody light-skinned to be colored dark-skinned. And it don't make sense to me. I just don't know how Hollywood make those decisions. You
1: know they had a white man playing Michael Jackson. Did you Potentially. see that? Potentially. I my, Michael Jackson.
0: I, at first, I was like, Zoe Donna could have said no to that role. She could have said, well, you know, I don't want the potential backlash from the African-American community from this situation. I think that it, but that being said, when I went to do some research.
1: She's done interviews about it.
0: I haven't seen any of her interviews about it. She's
1: done some interviews about it. But
0: Nina Simone's daughter has been against the movie from the beginning, but Mm -hmm. it was not because of the person who was cast. She's actually been showing support for Zoe Saldana for wanting to be a part of the project and not necessarily doing the role bad. Her problem initially was they trying to tell the story about Nina Simone and this man that she was never in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And that's why she's always been against the project. Because... When you're trying to, I guess when you're trying to tell a life, tell the story of somebody's life, you got to find somewhere to go. Mm -hmm. And the place that they found it the most marketable was where Nina Simone's daughter felt that that's not a representation of my mama. Mm -hmm. She was never in that relationship. It was not what y'all are portraying it to be. I have an issue with how y'all are trying to carry this out. Mm -hmm. So it's not about Zoe Saldana. For her, it's about not telling the right story. For America, for us, in this whole culture of why y'all got white people playing in Egypt? Why y'all got <laughs> white people over here doing this? Why are all these white women represent Asian women in these films? When we have this climate in Hollywood and Hollywood knows that that's the climate, why would you take somebody and paint them black? Even if they're, they're not a black person, but- She's brown. You know what, in Hollywood, that, the people who cast her probably don't know <laughs> because she's always cast to play black roles.
1: Well, not
0: always. Well, not always, Colombiana but when she does she play... In.
1: Did you see Colombiana? Let me
0: put it like this. She don't play traditional Latino okay. roles. She does She never played those. She's never no. played those. And so, I guess you assume that she's black because mm-hmm. the only piece of people they put in those stereotypical roles are stereotypical Latinas, <laughs> you know? So, it's just so much around it. But I just think the biggest issue is that Hollywood, Hollywood ain't gonna get it.
1: They be on that bullshit. But, I mean, the movie gonna get made because we had uh, people were protesting and were upset about the Moses movie and that shit still came out. Out of Egypt or whatever the name of it was, they still make that damn movie with the actual black people as slaves and then they had all these white folks playing the main roles. I think Hollywood got if Hollywood was a person,
0: they have a high ego and high pride.
1: Yeah, I think that if Zoe Saldana
0: was to bow out of their role because she didn't want the backlash, then I think to be spiteful, they would find somebody else light-skinned to paint. They
1: would.
0: That would that, Because that <laughs> ego, that pride, that y'all <laughs> not going to take this away from us type situation. Yeah. Like I don't feel like Hollywood would submit to what the culture is communicating. Because no, in the big picture, the thing is like Hollywood is like a symptom of America. Yeah. Hollywood is a small symptom of what America has always been. The thing is, Hollywood is somewhere where you can legally choose somebody for a specific stereotype. You can choose the black person to be the criminal. Yeah. You can choose the Latino woman to be the clean lady. And you can choose the white people to always be the hero. You can do that in the context of Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Hollywood is like a very, very concentrated version of the bad parts of. Of America, The things that we try to say don't exist in America. <laughs> the things that we try to say isn't a problem in America. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I don't I don't know. But it's just a lot of backlash. And maybe it should be. Maybe it shouldn't. I really don't care. Personally. I'm not going to go see the motherfucker. That's for sure. I wouldn't go. I ain't seen none of these biopics. I don't care about none of them. Yeah. I, mean,
1: I didn't see it straight out of Compton because I... I just didn't. I, I'm not a huge rap person anyway, and I just never was like a big fan of N.W.A. So I don't really care about their story. Like, it just yeah, I mean, don't matter to me. I've watched
0: interviews of people that were after Straight Outta Compton came out. Mm-hmm. I've watched the interviews of people that were in Easy E's life at the time, and that letting them tell their story. I feel like I know more about that from those people Uh than I will from Hollywood's version of how this film and how to best market this film because that's what Hollywood got to be concerned with they got to be concerned with how they market this thing you know and that's why I feel like Zoe Saldana might have been chosen because she got a more marketable name in the African-American community as a female when you compare the kind of roles that she done
1: played but you take away from that marketability when you paint her up because like the same thing happened with the out of Egypt or whatever name in that movie. They had all these, Sigourney Weaver, they had all these big name stars in there, but that movie flopped like shit because because people were pissed off about the casting choices. So, I feel like you kind of shoot yourself in the foot. Like, yeah, she's more marketable and she would be if if it was a different role, but like, I feel like once you paint her up, she's less marketable <laughs> than she was before. Because people are pissed off about it. So, less people are going to see it from that fact alone. I guess what I wonder is if Hollywood even cares. Probably not. I
0: mean, that's what I think. I don't...
1: No, I don't think they do because they keep doing this. Like, this this will not be the... Again, be, there's many examples of this happening, and they're still doing it. So, obviously, they don't. I don't know. Because there's always been backlash when they do stupid shit like this. Like, people have stuff to say, and they protest, and it, they still continue to do this. So...
0: And it, it's just always happen to be movies that have a racial component to it. It's always these movies that cause these problems. Mm-hmm. But maybe Hollywood will get it one day. Maybe not. Or you Shit, just got to depend. Tom Cruise
1: was the last samurai. <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, Hollywood's ridiculous. Stupid.
0: They could have called it the last Westerner. (laughs) And it would have made more sense.
1: (laughs) It would have made a ton of more sense. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: But, you know, whatever. It's always going to be an issue. But the next thing I want to go into is Stephen A.
1: This Negro.
0: Stephen A is always making some kind of comments that he got to backpedal on and communicate
1: like women shouldn't provoke you know domestic violence on themselves
0: i think that he know what he trying to say in his head but when the words come out they they don't be what he thought it was gonna be
1: get a fucking speech right get somebody to help you obviously you suck balls well after after his
0: rebuttal for this situation I'm not sure if that's the case. I think he might mean it, and I just not agree with it.
1: So you always try to yes. You know what? Yes, I love this. This is the perfect example of you trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying, and I, it did not pan out. It's not. I didn't even it, realize that. But yes, I
0: look. I still believe that he's trying to achieve something. I just think he's doing it wrong. Anyway. <laughs> what Stephen A did is he pretty much had a, a speech. He talked to students of a college, South, South University, South Alabama University, about, I guess, stuff. <laughs> and in that conversation, the race came. Up. Yeah, graduation speech. Yeah. And he talked to them about, he told them that race is not, racism doesn't exist for you. He was telling them that, you know, and he was saying, of course, I'm lying. Racism does exist for older people who, you know, couldn't sit at the front of the bus, who got hoses on them, dogs rushed at them. But for you today, racism don't exist for you because the issues that your pioneers had, they overcame that stuff so that you don't have to experience that stuff. And so one, that's a terrible way of having a a motivational speech. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It is the thing about it is I think what he's trying to say is that we can't use racism as a barrier to, to we can't use existing racism as a barrier that keeps us from doing what we need to do to be successful I think that's what he's trying Even to after say after
1: listening to his explanation of what he said you still feel like that's what he's trying to say because he blatantly just basically said <laughs> that it doesn't really it's not as as overt as it was and so you can't really use that as a reason why you didn't do well in school or you didn't get the job or which is bullshit well I think he's
0: talking about it on the individual level pre discovering those instances what I think he's saying is you can't sit at home not go to an interview Because racism exists and say I'm not succeeding because racism exists at that interview that you didn't go to.
1: But that's not the example he gave it when he in his rebuttal he said that if you are having trouble with your teacher at school and you feel you, you you as a parent are not gonna tell your kid that you don't go back to school. You are gonna tell them to go to school and handle it. So this is a situation. This is a situation where you already know it's, it. It exists. This isn't a. I'm gonna avoid it in case it does. You know that this is a problem. And he's saying you cannot use that as an excuse. This
0: is what I'm saying. I think that his example means. I think in that context, his example is. Oh shit! I saw racism today. I'll never go back out into that. I think he's saying that you gotta go back out into it. You've got to. But
1: as simple as you are making this, why can he not do that? Especially if you are speaking to a group of young people who you know you have to like be direct and, and you they're not gonna like read deeper meaning into it. they very surface, very surface why is he incapable of making it plain you're making it plain why is he incapable of doing that especially after he's gotten backlash before for some for bullshit that he says that he may or may not mean it in the way that he says it but it comes off horrible like this ain't the first time he's he learns nothing from these incidents like he just keeps going out here saying shit that riles people up and then backpedaling and trying to explain it and Yeah, at the point that you
0: got to keep backpedaling and explaining different things that you're saying, you need to get it together on the first time. You know, I think he's trying to deliver a positive message in an extreme fashion so that it reaches some people in an extreme way. So when he say racism don't exist for you, what he want people to say is. I can't go out here acting as if racism gonna always hold me back because sometimes it will. But if I don't even try when it won't, I definitely won't make it there either. In my world, this is what he's trying to deliver—a decent message in a harsh
1: way. He's just saying it real stupid, and the way that he said it. So then the conversation becomes well racism does exist for me. Here's the example. You know what I'm saying? Like it loses that, that positive message because Well that's now, the problem
0: of explaining in those extremes yeah. is because now it invalidates when it do happen. Yep. It invalidates these times that it do happen because you saying, Oh, it don't happen like this all the time for you. So it don't matter down here when it do matter down here. It matters everywhere. And so I think that you do lose a lot when you try to explain it in the extreme way. And that's what's happening with him.
1: And that's what always happens with him. His ass just stay putting his fucking foot in his mouth.
0: Well, I'm a, I'm going to say it the way I think that it exists. I don't care how he said it whatever. As brown people in America, I include brown people because there's a bunch of different shades of brown that represent a whole bunch of different cultures. Even the very 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 light browns in Italians or whatever different groups of people. As brown people in America, we all have extra hurdles in the race. We all have extra hurdles. Having extra hurdles should not be a reason that you don't race. Having extra hurdles should not be the reason that you sit on the sidelines and say that race is hard. Their race is easier. It should not be a reason that you don't race. You should race and jump the fuck over all them other hurdles that you got. That's how you have to look at life. I know I got hurdles. But I'm prepared and willing to jump over them and over them and over them. I don't care what my counterpart is doing. I don't care what everybody to the left and right of me is doing. When you're when you playing games, when you're racing, that's not what you're supposed to be focused on. You're supposed to be focused on the finish line. Your finish line. Not yours in comparison to everybody else's. You know what I'm saying? They should have just got you to do the speech. They should have. I would have <laughs> did
1: it. You know what I'm saying? Because there wouldn't have been any backlash from what you just said. Nobody would have had shit to say <laughs> about that. And my optimism... Maybe forcing me
0: to take up for Stephen A or hope that this is what he meant because that makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? I think that's
1: what it is. You give everybody the benefit of I the doubt. I just
0: don't think he's stupid enough to really be saying the way he's saying it without some kind of purpose. I just to me to me, I would rather believe that he's saying it that wrong <laughs> than being that stupid. It's just by comparison, I got to believe he's saying it wrong. I don't Stephen A ain't stupid. He got sense. You know, you just can't use existing racism, existing problems, existing issues as a reason to not be successful yourself.
1: Again, simple ass terms. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just said that.
0: Simple. I don't know. Because like I said, yeah, his rebuttal sounds terrible.
1: And the rebuttal made it worse. The rebuttal- I, thought, I was like,
0: okay, he's going to clear it up in these two and a half minutes. And I was like, I think he meant that shit the way he said it and I think he just I think he might be stupid. He might be, but still, even with that rebuttal. You still give him the I don't think he is <laughs> stupid. Because either he's stupid or he's trying to achieve something in a stupid way. <laughs> You're so nice to people. I gotta be. We we gotta be nice to people.
1: I mean I'm nice to people. <laughs> to a
0: certain extent. You didn't even say that with your own conviction. <laughs> you didn't even say that believing it yourself. <laughs> you gotta at least say it in a way that we I can am,
1: am nice believe it for a day. Some people.
0: Some people, okay. Some people.
1: Selectively.
0: Okay, selectively.
1: Everybody don't get that, but yeah.
0: <laughs> Stephen A, you need to get your damn, you need to get a PR team, man. You need to get Absolutely. somebody else on the PR team. Absolutely.
1: Tell them what it is you're trying to say and let them say <laughs> it for you. Because I'm saying, you are shit at this. Like, you're horrible at it. <laughs> You need to stop it. Just let somebody else just do it for you. Like, President Obama gonna be looking for a job soon. He's wonderful at writing speeches. <laughs> Holler at him. Something. Shit. Like, this isn't working for you.
0: I don't even watch Sports Center. I don't even watch Sports I don't either. It's only not-
1: time I ever hear about Stephen A. Smith is when he says some stupid shit, because I don't watch Sports Center. I'm not yeah. a sports person. So, only time I hear about him is when he does his dumb shit. Like, only time. Because I don't. <laughs> And, you know, from what he said to his
0: point, a couple of times it's been taken out of context from what he said, you know. But the thing is, if you're a well-spoken person and you are intentional with what you say, people can't take your shit out of context. There's a lot of speakers out there who don't get their stuff taken out of context. You give people stuff to take out of context and they're going to take it if you give it to them. Basically. And, Stephen, you you give it to them.
1: All the time.
0: So that's enough, Stephen A. That's enough <laughs> about, about him. So the next thing, the last thing I got is well, it's kind of a two part situation. It goes into Walmart.
1: Wally World.
0: We had a conversation not long ago about Previous, Walmart and that they, they closed, closed a whole bunch of stores. Mm-hmm. And I might have mentioned in that podcast I don't know that my mom has been working at Wa- Walmart for some time, yeah. since the 80s. And. The goal, What Walmart, I think, communicated to them was that they were going to be closing these stores in order to improve conditions for employees and whatnot. And what they're going to do is they're going to increase the minimum wage.
1: Which sounds wonderful. It sounds
0: great. Sounds. They're going to increase the minimum wage. From her understanding, she was thinking about $13. I think that's what she was saying. Yeah. But they are changing so much internally that takes away from the employee experience, especially the existing employee experience. So one thing that she told me they're taking away is Walmart is taking away time and a half for holidays and they're taking away an extra dollar that they paid to work on Sundays they're taking all that away and employees that have been, that's been grandfathered into that system they're calculating how much they would make over the year with those things time and a half and that extra dollar on Sundays and they're paying them 2% of it
1: which ain't shit.
0: That is nothing.
1: <laughs> Good God. Two percent. That's why I don't even drink two percent
0: milk. They it's water. Dang. What else did she tell me they were doing? Oh, uh, they're holiday. removing her holiday. Her, uh, her holiday. Her her sick pay. Sick pay. Yeah. Her sick days. She got like six weeks of six sick days backed up. She said you, they, they said they can no longer use their sick days for themselves they have to use their sick days for when a loved one is sick.
1: And what if you don't have no fucking loved ones? What if I don't have anybody that I would ever need to use these days for? Then what? What if I'm by myself? Then what? No idea. I don't know. Cuz if I like if my job told me that I'd be fucked. I don't have like unless they going to count Kingston I don't have anybody that I would need to take off work for cuz they're sick. Like yeah. I would be fucked.
0: Mind you, this is for people that have grandfathered into the system. So new employees probably won't have sick they days. They won't have it
1: at all. New yeah.
0: employees would never have gotten a dollar extra dollar on Sunday in this.
1: So here's the thing that I don't understand: What was the purpose of closing the stores then? Because if you're gonna save money doing all of this shit, couldn't you have just cut all of this stuff that you cut anyway? I believe so. Like why? Would, why did you need to close the stores and cut off the extra dollar on Sunday and? cut out all of the um time and the hand you know what i said like they're gonna yeah. save a lot of money just doing that they couldn't keep the other employees with the money that they're gonna save from just cutting all of this extra shit.
0: but see i think this is when you get to get into corporate the corporate structure because corporations aren't trying to lose money to make conditions better for the people that work for them mm-hmm. they're trying to all around the board make sure that they pockets stay the same or more I think that they use closing all of them stores as smoke and mirrors for changing all of this other stuff, too. That's actually going to increase the amount of money that they make. Yeah. Every employee that worked on Sunday that was getting paid a dollar, getting paid a dollar less. The ones who were and would get paid for it, they're getting just a small percentage of what that total would be. You know, they're taking away all of these sick days in which you can be off and be paid for that. Yep. But now you can't. And not only that, but you can't do it for yourself anymore. So people who are grandfathered in who have a whole bunch of sick days are less likely to use their sick days because. I mean, unless my granddaddy gets sick and she out there for five weeks, you know, yeah. she'll be able to do it. Then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's not everybody's case and situation. And you're taking money out of that person's pocket by doing that. But. When you're talking about corporate structure, that's what happens. They are about the bottom line for the organization. And I think that we talked about this before, but when you start to distance a corporation from its core values and the person that owned it, when Sam Walton was alive, yeah. it was a different Walmart. When you take that, when you either sell a company to franchise out or the owner die and the kids just take their money and go, the people who make decisions are the people that sit around a round, round table who learn at a university how to run a business, not how to create a cultural environment that people enjoy being it, yeah. that people enjoy shopping at, and people that. In Enjoy working at because we know what we know about Walmart is the employees suck, is it's always a terrible experience. If we didn't have to go to Walmart, we wouldn't go to Walmart. Like we that's that's what most people feel about Walmart. Yep. some people love it. You know, I go to Walmart because I got to let Publix fool around and start being open twenty four hours. <laughs> I would not go to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Well, clearly I have to go to Walmart because they have the non grocery side. And, oh yeah, the other. But stuff. let Publix and. Target, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, go 24 hours, <laughs> I ain't going back to Walmart you know what I'm saying, I shop I shop late most of the time, 11, yeah. 12 so oh, everywhere yeah. else is closed but yeah. Walmart at that point in time, but I wanted to take this over into politics, because we have Donald Trump as the front runner, and it's a bunch of reasons that people give for Donald Trump wanting to vote for him uh, well, he's not bought by the big businesses, he is a fucking big business on that he stupid. <laughs> he he speaks his mind. He's open. He tells the truth. He tells it like it is. We're
1: gonna go to war because of that <laughs> shit. That just wants you Very to know. Very much so. We're going to war if he but, becomes president.
0: <laughs> but the one this is connected to is he is a good businessman, which can be debated. <laughs> Should America be run like a business? Fuck no. Should America be run? because if you look at that corporate structure of somewhere like Walmart? should Donald Trump run America if he were to be the president like a business? Should it be run like a
1: business? And that's the only way he's going to be able to do it because that's all he knows. He has no political background. That's what's going to happen. Like, if he is elected, he will run America like a business because that's what he knows.
0: And so that's my problem. Yeah. Because if you run it like a business, you don't care about the people. Nope. You don't care about the people you employ. And the people you employ in this case will be every American. And if you run it like a Walmart, you are going to be sacrificing what every person in this country has for to further your own agenda to make your
1: bottom line work. You know what I'm saying? Shit, look at the apprentice and how he ran like, you know what I'm saying? I just it it boggles my mind that anybody would ever vote (laughs) for Donald Trump. Like, I don't get it. I just I don't I don't know how you can look at him and his his background, and what he said during the the course of this race, and say, that's who I'm going to give my vote to, Donald fucking Trump. I don't understand. Donald Trump is charismatic. Is he? He's charismatic. Is he?
0: Listen, Donald Trump is charismatic, number (laughs) one. Hold on, listen. Donald (laughs) Trump is charismatic, number one. These two are connected. Number two, Donald Trump is funny. In a white, redneck, racist, maybe I possibly considered being a part of the KKK, but I didn't really go that route okay. type of way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it's not universal. No, it's it do not. like Ain't no Latinos laughing at his jokes. Ain't no black folks laughing at his jokes. All he got is rhetoric. Donald Trump is essentially a bully. Yes. He's essentially, he bullied, he bullied other candidates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: He act like, he act like he's the greatest, and he act like everybody else is just sucks. It's like fucking high school. He's the, he's the captain of the football team. Like That's what it feels like. This, this whole campaign so far has felt like high school. And
0: I don't know. That egotistical centrism, that stereotypical version of masculinity, uh, alpha male, want to be the winner, want to be the best by stepping on the heads of everybody else like if you're really the best you don't have to do all that stuff you know i just don't like that america feeds into it and that he's telling his crowds are throwing black people out he's throwing black people out of his rallies
1: they just did that in georgia they weren't even they were holding up signs that said black lives Matter." that was it they weren't protesting they weren't being disruptive and he had them thrown. And they
0: out. had them signs at Bernie Sanders. They had them signs at Hill they had those signs everywhere. It's people that's adamant about that movement that had them signs everywhere. Just like whatever white people signs bring in there. Guns, whatever is important <laughs> to them at yeah. the time. They bring that stuff. You know? And so it appalls me that people feel like America should be run like a business. Because at the end of the day America, the government is supposed to be for the people, and business is not for the people. No. Business is not for the people it employs. There are some integrity field businesses out there that have their employees at the forefront of what they do. Publix but it being ain't one none
1: run by Donald Trump. Publics <laughs> being one of them. Yeah. But
0: I can tell you this that Publics will probably shit on their employees before they take a hit to their bank account. You know at the end of the day yeah. I just think organizations like that are very good With balancing what they make Versus what they give their employees And, and maintaining that fine balance and fine line of happiness yeah. I just feel like if Donald Trump was the president He would not maintain that fine line of happiness From all American citizens Before he debate who should be considered American citizens I don't you know? even <laughs> Basically uh, Basically Donald Trump is ass Yes Okay
1: Yes Yes, he is.
0: Now, if you choose to vote for him, then that's on you.
1: I don't think he's gonna win, though. I fucking hope not, because again, I just I don't want to have to move. You know what I'm talking about? I don't want to have to, but I will.
0: <laughs> I must stay. I must stay.
1: You can we we can do this over. We'll figure it out. We'll work it out. Yeah, we work out <laughs> a game plan.
0: We have to do it over Skype or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out.
0: But it is what it is. That's all I got for deliberate nonsense, man. I I'm try I try to intentionally stop talking about politics at a certain point through these dialogues. So this is that moment <laughs> where I'm done with politics. Um what else before we before we head out?
1: I'm going to go home and eat some Samoas.
0: Some Girl Scout cookies.
1: Samoas, yeah. They're the best ones.
0: I bought some Girl Scout cookies from my sisters. For the, for the sake of my sister's niece my niece
1: they're fucking overpriced basically but I like the Samoas so I bought a box so that they could shut up talking to me so now I can legitimately say to the next troop that asked me I already bought cookies I did I bought a box cause I always feel guilty cause they you have their little uniforms on and shit it's buy our cookies troop oh, 147
0: no, no. I avoid their asses like the damn <laughs> Santa Claus <laughs> They be ringing a damn bell. Uh, I'll be the a Salvation boy. Army. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> i would be like, you don't look like Santa Claus. You Santa Claus a white man with a beard. Quit asking me for money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what a good scam would be like a homeless person to get one of them things and just be ringing it outside of Walmart. Oh yeah. How do I even know that you work for the Salvation Army? This is, like, this, all you need is the little but the little setup. Exactly. At the end <laughs> of the day, <laughs> with Girl Scouts, at least I'm getting cookies back. This is true. You know what I'm saying, but with the Salvation Army, I'm just putting money in the thing. I don't know where it's going. I mean, I think a lot of them organizations like embezzle money anyway. (laughs) But the Girl Scouts, the Girl Scouts have been criticized heavily for their exploitation of the young girls and selling these cookies.
1: No, you make me not want to eat my (laughs) Samoa's.
0: Look, you ain't gotta feel bad about it. The people who's exploiting supposed to feel bad about it, supposed to.
1: I'll rock with that because I want to eat these Samoas. They're my favorite Girl Scout I mean, cookies. I'm, I'm going to eat I'm What gonna kind eat did my you cookies.
0: get? A whole bunch of them. <laughs> Except the ones that... The only ones I didn't get were ones that I can go buy in Walmart and know they're good. Like oh. the Tagalongs, the peanut butter ones? Mm-hmm. Don't get those because... <laughs> I like Nico cookies better than.
1: Oh, them shits is great. Yeah, and uh, I
0: just do not believe Tagalong's is gonna be better than that. I love Nico. Uh, I didn't get shortbread because they just shortbread cookies. Basically. I would rather make my own shortbread cookies mm-hmm. than to get those. And it's some um, the peanut the ones with the chocolate covered peanut butter ones. It's, oh, it's yeah. like shortbread, peanut butter on top of it.
1: I forget what they're chocolate. called. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. I
0: didn't get those either. I only get the Samoas. So. <laughs> Keebler got some of them, and I don't get them anyway. So why would I buy? them? <laughs> so I got. I think I got the rest of them. I got some Samoas, thin some mint. thin mints. I got it's some lemon ones they got. Oh yeah. They look weird. They got like powder on them or something like yeah.
1: that. Yeah. I, I forgot just, the name just, of them. I just rock with the Samoas. I know they're safe. <laughs> so.
0: So that's all. I got. But I don't have them yet. My sister got to mail them to me, I guess. Damn. Yeah. I really don't care about them. I'm probably going to get them hoes all the way. <laughs> I'm not going to eat all them cookies I bought. I just bought them to support her. I bought like 10 boxes. Oh,
1: shit. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of cookies. Give them away. It's going to take me forever to eat this box of Samoas. <laughs> it is. like, I, I'm i terrible. I have a sweet tooth, but it's more for candy than it is <laughs> like pastry. Yeah. Like candy goes fucking quickly in my apartment. Yeah. Cookies and shit? We be laying around forever. Like, I won't get a dozen donuts when I go to Krispy Kreme. And I get so sick and fucking tired of them telling me, well, if when I say, oh, can I get half a dozen? Well, it's only that for a whole dozen. I'm not going to fucking eat a dozen. <laughs> Stop asking me that. Stop telling me that. Give me what I asked you for. You know I asked what? you for six donuts. <laughs> I went and bought six
0: donuts. And if I had realized that 12 would be it's like a dollar more, more yeah i would have went and punted them hoes out in the parking lot <laughs> before i pay <paid laughs> for six donuts that for the price of 12 if i didn't want to eat them i'd just go throw them hoes outside for the animals in the community <laughs> next time i would i would never buy six donuts again
1: yeah the price I, why the fuck are the price so close cuz they want people to buy the dozen i guess cuz it makes no sense that it's that close of a price no they no
0: i think they want people to buy the six because I don't think the dozen is worth that, you know what I'm saying? I think they want you to buy six because six is they saving six donuts for for
1: damn near but twelve donut time, price. every time I have ever said, "Let me get half a dozen," they always encourage me to just get a dozen. It's only a dollar. See, they home. the pawns. They don't know.
0: They don't know. <laughs> they they just want. They're supposed to sell everything. But the people at the top, they know what they're doing. <laughs> they looking down with their evil grin and their evil gaze, uh, rubbing their hands together like <laughs> all the money.
1: Even when I lived in Montgomery. So they need to pass that down to the employees. Every Krispy Kreme I have ever gone into, regardless of what city or state I was in, and asked for a half a dozen, they encouraged me to get the dozen. And I'm not going to eat 12 donuts. Like, I'm barely going to eat these six before they get stale, and I don't want them to get their donuts. Like, they get stale. You got to eat them hoes quick, or they're going to, you can knock somebody out with one of them. You get about three days. I'm not going to eat 12 donuts in three days. <laughs> I'm not going to eat four donuts a day for three days. <laughs> There's a lot of sugar. I'll be bouncing off the walls in my apartment. Keeps to be like, the fuck is wrong with her? She's just running around with it. A- no.
0: Well, look, I'm going to get 10 random boxes of Girl Scout cookies. The first three people that send me their address, <laughs> I'll send them hoes to you. It's going to be a random box, but I'll send you the shit, but you got to go to our website and go to the mail portion And put your address in from there. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) bribery. I want to know if people is listening to this very end, and I want to know if they
1: going to the (laughs) website. And if some Girl Scout cookies is worth it. People love them because I think the cookies are not all that good. I think psychologically it's the fact that you know it's only this time of year. And if you don't get these holes now, you can't get them until this time next year. I think it's a psychological thing because them cookies are no better than any other fucking cookies you eat. Like they really aren't. And they're definitely not worth $4 a box.
0: Well, what's going to happen not. is I'm going to get these girls got cookies. <laughs> And I'm going to try them. And I'm going to go find a better version of them everywhere. Keebler and I'm going to let
1: y'all know. Keebler make... Because even the Samoa. Oh, Keebler Keeb- make all of them. Keebler make all of them. <laughs> like, you could get a Keebler version of all of them. Because they make the Samoas, too. I forgot what they're... Like, coconut rings or some but shit. Keebler not got cheap. They Another reason quality. to get them is... Oh, you want to call it. quality yeah, wise, <laughs> I know.
0: Because I used to always eat the fudge.
1: Oh, fudge um. rounds. My mama used to eat them all the time. I they suck now. Really? I don't yes. eat chocolate, so other than the little bit that's on the Samoa's, I don't really like chocolate. I'm not a chocolate person.
0: We won't get into the chocolates. <laughs> we won't get into that because that'll be a situation.
1: Everybody listening is probably like, "What the fuck? She means she don't eat cho- she don't eat chocolate. I just don't like it. It doesn't. Taste it was would be
0: one thing to be like allergic to it. Or no, I don't like it. She just don't like chocolate. I just don't like
1: how it tastes. Like I could take it. Like the little bit that's on the Samoa. Or sometimes I'll get in the mood and maybe, like, eat a Snickers. But even that, like, I could, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot of chocolate to me. And that's just on the outside. Like, I just don't like chocolate. I don't, like, I don't know how...
0: I just, but there's so many different varieties I don't of chocolate. not like any of them. But you ain't had all of them.
1: I've had enough of them to know that I don't like <laughs> chocolate. I'm just not. You
0: don't like the chocolates you've tasted.
1: No. And I've tasted a lot of them. Because... Th- th- if you say you don't like chocolate, this is what I've learned. If you say you don't like chocolate, sushi, or beer, people are going to, you haven't had the right one. Let me give you mine. Try mine. Try this brand. Try that brand. Try this roll. Try that roll. Those three things, anytime I tell people I don't like those things, everybody's like, but you, you hadn't had the right one. Beer tastes the same to me. Like, I cannot taste the little nuance, the difference. Like, it all tastes like hops. It's disgusting. I don't get it. It's gross. I don't like it. I don't taste the differences. Anytime somebody's like, "Try this one," and I, t- it's like, it tastes the same as the last one. Like I don't fucking get it. Like, I don't like sushi. Well, I, I take that back. I had a Mexican roll Mexican here recently. Roll. And it was pretty good. It's kinda spicy.
0: I bet they don't call it a Mexican roll in China.
1: I'm sure they don't, but or Asia. In wherever. the Pacific Rim restaurant, that's what they called it. A Mexican roll. Ah, they're being racist with their sushi. <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna be racist with sushi? Listen, it was delicious though. So I ate them racist sushi rolls. <laughs> they got a Negro roll. No, they do not. No, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> what would they call it? A black what? roll? I guess what would be in that though? Like collard greens. Fried chicken. <laughs> We, we gonna be racist to ourselves I know I'm just thinking <laughs> that like we so fucking racist
0: what the stereotypically I guess everybody <laughs> know the stereotypical black folk racism it
1: mexican the Mexican the, it, it had avocado like cucumber I think the little rice and like some spicy stuff I don't know what was Mexican about it <laughs> like, I guess mm. the spices for the fucking whatever made it spicy but uh, oh it had a uh, sh- was it crab meat and shrimp I think, well, the meat because it wasn't a vegetable. so it had meat in it, it was crab and shrimp. California roll? It was called a Mexican roll, oh, Nigga. because <laughs> <laughs> I like the spicy part of it, and then I dipped it in some wasabi and I almost burnt my mouth up.
0: Oh yeah, that's not a good
1: idea, I've heard. Oh, I tried these noodles from World Market. Because I was like, oh, they're like actual ramen. They're called... I don't... I'm gonna fuck up the name. I'm, I'll just have to show them to you. But them things is spicy as shit. I couldn't even finish either. I had to throw them away. Really? They burned the fuck so out So they weren't good. They're, they're... Is there a non-spicy version of them? I... Only... So... I got... This, it was like a five-pack of those and then a five-pack of these other ones. I don't know what the other ones are because you eat them cold and not hot they're called soba I don't fucking know I just went in there and I was like ooh ramen let me try <laughs> mm. then it was I don't know if they make other flavors but them hot ones they're good if you can get past like just have plenty of water
0: hell no because it was hot as fuck man uh uh-uh. uh don't want none that spicy
1: I was like damn like my lips were burning <laughs> mm.
0: Mm-mm. Well, we could clearly keep going on about stuff. We talk food all day. <laughs> uh, but do you have anything else on your mind before we head out? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation.
1: We out.